What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk the championship games, some of who has declared for the 2020 NFL Draft, and more coming up on the Back Row Fantasy Show, starting now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Brian Hux. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. As usual, it is me, Bark, with arms to my left. Good morning. And Mr. Brian Hux to my right. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? So, we uh, we were discussing football's coming to a winding end. We're not ready for our free agents or rookies yet because there's still games going on. But we shall power through and talk about these games, talk about some college players that have entered the NFL arena, talk about uh, may, maybe even the XFL on, uh, no, on, not, on didn't they get it? They got a big TV deal. I don't care. Okay. And <laughs> we'll, we'll just see where the episode goes. It might go off the rails here and there, but let's get right in. I'm more uh, worried about talking about the players that didn't declare because, I mean, this was shaping up to be... Sorry, good morning, as I normally say. Hello! Um, would you like to introduce yourself, Mr. Hux? No, I'm good. Okay, you're good. So, <laughs> um, so what? We've got Hubbard, who's staying. Yeah. Etienne's staying. Yep. Najee Harris. Najee Harris is staying. I mean, arguably three of the top at least eight backs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, worst, worst case scenario, three top nine-ish backs. All of which, I mean... Maybe heaping a little bit of high praise on them. In most draft classes, all of those are potential first rounders. I mean, I- along with the ones that Dobbins, Swift, um, you see, uh, Larry Edwards, um, you know, I'm ta- who else? The other guys. Uh, Edwards, Hilaire, Edwards, the rest Larry, of sorry. them. The rest of them. Um, anyhow, the, long story short, it's a great class, and it yeah. could have been that much better. Could've so been. We, we talked about this earlier. You said um, ETN. I mean, did you guys see on Facebook someone had shared uh, Barstool posted that he oh. did, he couldn't afford to take the pay cut to yeah. go to the NFL. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Oh, but um, I I personally think that the reason he stayed is because he's not assured to be the number one, two, or three off the board, which could push him potentially the way running backs are. And think about depth, potentially as late as early third. I mean, that's nah, possible. No I don't chance. think I don't. Nah, yeah. No no. Okay, or 
ta- all right, so let's say people were in love with Dobbins, Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. And Cam Akers. I, I like right? Taylor as well. Four running backs in the first two rounds. It's reasonable to say that that's all that goes within two rounds. If he gets pushed down one more, I mean, that's possibly the third round. And I'm not saying he doesn't I mean, have the talent. He absolutely does. Yeah. But I think that this move was basically to assure him he's going to be one of the top three running backs off the board. Honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't think he actually came out and said his reasoning, but I, I don't think it had anything to do with he, where he was going to land in the draft. I think it was he wants to win another title. He wants to get his degree. What's he got yeah. to prove? He wants to get his degree. Oh, okay. Couldn't yeah. do couldn't do that like Smart almost ever, like Cardell Jones did. You know, well, Cardell Jones knew he wasn't going to have a future in the NFL, so he had time. Dude's still playing football. Is yeah. he? Yeah. Where's he at? Yeah. Uh, I think he declared for the X, XFL. XFL draft, oh. but yeah. he was on a roster to begin the season. So yeah, he was. And uh, I, I mean, you got to think about some of these guys retiring early, like Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley yeah. retires. And a lot of that has to do with longevity in the game. Maybe maybe ETN is, is thinking, you know, I want to get everything out of the way before I go to the league because my my you know, my lifespan in, in the league could be short. So I mean average running back uh, lifespan's three years. Yeah. So I mean, granted, he's probably a lock to play five to seven. You're right. If not more, but maybe he just wants to feel secure about his future and do all the walking from classroom to classroom before his knees hurt every day. See, I don't, I, I, I think it's a solidifying a higher position draft move I mean, it, myself. Uh, barring somebody we'll find jumping out. him this coming season next year. I mean, he's he definitely the number one guy next year. Mm, Najee? I think. Uh, you th- I mean, I, yeah, it's I, fairly me, close. He's number one to me. Okay. I'll, I'll buy that. And I don't, I don't, you, you had him ranked as what, number two? He was number two. Behind yeah. Dobbins? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's it's kind of pick your flavor, right? Swift is uh, more of a I, I seem it's kind of a Todd Gurley-ish type of guy, and I know he's from Georgia, but yeah. that's not why. Like the bigger can do a lot, whereas uh, Dobbins is more that small, shifty, uh, Maurice Jones-Drewish type player. I mean, almost I like that. Not quite Saquon Barkley, but the same type of game that Saquon Barkley plays. Um, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, the most generic comparison possible. He's like a slower version, slow-ish version of Melvin Gordon, and it's same same school, but real hard runner. Um, I think Edwards Alaire and Etienne are very similar players, and I think they're both Ray Rice-ish. Would be solid in the league under the right situation, right? Yeah. But it's uh, I, I think that he may realize he's not the flavor for every team. And it's possible to push him down, and that, that that's where I figure that move came from. Yeah, and maybe he does feel like he has more to prove. Maybe he he is going to bring more of an arsenal of talents into the next year at Clemson. Who who knows? But I mean, it definitely hurt the draft. All, a Amer- bit. all American and national champions. Yeah, I, pretty no, good I know. amount. Of, you know, you proved a lot, kid. Is what I'm thinking. He did, but you never know what's on his mind. Maybe he feels like there's unfinished business, and maybe he feels like he left something on the field. So. I don't know. It, it is crazy when a running back does not declare, especially one with you know a first round pedigree. Top, yeah, top, yeah, exactly. He's got definitely got the talent, and that's something yeah. I do want to make clear. I don't think he's not that good. I just think that there's so much depth that it's possible to push him down. Well, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, it, there's no guarantee any of these running backs go in the first round. Oh no! I no, mean, it's a rarity. Yeah. I Last mean, year, what there was three, four, but that doesn't happen all the time. And there's no clear cut. There's no. Fournette or Zeke 
in yeah. in this draft. I mean, there there there's great guys that could be as good, but yeah. there's a handful of them. So every, different analysts have their different guy at the top. There's no consensus to Quan Barkley in this draft as far as running back goes. Like some people would have said, ETM was the best. Some are going to say Dobbins. Some are going to say Swift. I'm sure I, a few would have said Taylor. I and I, none of them are wrong yet, right? No. Right. Because it depends on the kind of running scheme. Where are you going to go? I mean, it doesn't matter. Any of these guys go to the Chiefs, they're a top five running back next year. No, 100%. You know, and that doesn't matter whether it's one of the guys that would have stayed. Yeah. You know, it's not like that. That makes a difference. Landing spot means a ton in the NFL. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, look at guys like uh, Devin Singletary. Like, as much as we may have liked Devin Singletary going into the draft. I don't think anyone was looking at him as a as a three down back or a a team's future at the position. I think it was more of a kind of regarded in the same light as Justice Hill. Like you know, this is going to be our change of pace for a yeah. while. Maybe he can work himself into a role. He was considered to be shifty and can make people miss, but not great acceleration and not that fast. He was kind of viewed that way. Kind of Marlon Mackish, but mm-hmm. but he proved that that he's more. So, I mean, who know, who knows what we get out of this class? I think uh, I, I know. I I was a huge fan of Singletary's landing oh, yeah. spot just because they had a bunch of oh, yeah, geriatrics that, patients. That you know drove, what I mean? That drove him on up the list. But imagine he goes to you know the Cardinals when they had David Johnson yeah. and Chase Edmonds, even though it would have worked out for him, but. If he went to a team like that or the Jags and they, you know, nobody was drafting him in the in the first round if that was the case, but Bills with Frank Gore, yeah, we, we can yeah, first we, round pick in rookie dynasty. We can draft. always look back to the Ryan Matthews draft, right? Ryan Matthews replacing Ladanian Tomlinson in, uh, in at San Diego. Yeah, like the guy was. Some people were picking him like quite literally first or second overall in startup drafts. Because oh he's taking over LT with that amazing right. line and well, that and amazing had, system. He had the talent. Yeah, injuries yeah. really derailed him. He, I mean, he yeah, wasn't. He, I mean, he put up some numbers. I mean, I yeah, he's well, like but, a, a thousand eleven hundred yard back. Yeah, I, mean, like I mean, injuries peak. definitely played their toll on him. But uh, yeah, he's, just, he could have been a lot more. I don't know, man. I, I think he could have. He was also an entirely different back than what they were used to, which makes a huge difference. Yeah, Ryan Matthews wasn't LT. No, by any oh means. God, I don't. I mean, but I think people expected him to be Melvin Gordon before they got Melvin Gordon. Yeah, no, you're right. So you're right. It just didn't work out. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, or you're, you're thinking Matthews. I was like, well, LT was putting up eighteen hundred yard seasons, but I, you're saying you're talking about Matthews. So. Right, right. Threw me off for a second. Sorry about that. Dynasty mm-hmm. Robs joined the live stream. How's it going, guys? It's going good, Mister Rob, our our uh, good friend that watches the show week in week out, which we appreciate. He says at the end of the day, it's all about landing spot, and that is uh, that's becoming the norm. He says there's not a ton of three down backs anymore. That's also correct, which I think more backs are capable than they're getting the chance yeah, to display. Definitely. You're right, but teams aren't going to hand that over unless you are a Zeke or you know a Kareem Hunt. I can't believe I threw his name in there, but I did. They're not they're not going to throw that at you unless you are obviously capable from the get go. So we'll see. I, I'm I am saddened that Etn is not in the draft because yeah, I me have, too. I was excited for him. Me too. And I have a uh, number five pick overall in our league of record, and that kind of hurts me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I might have been, been huh? I said he wouldn't have been there. He wouldn't have, but someone else would have because right, yeah. of him. And now I'm I'm not going to know. I'm not going to get that. You're going to so. end up with you know 
the fourth receiver, which is probably going to be a first-year All-Pro. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, I'll take a chance on the the second or third running back in the draft. I I won't hesitate. Like, I get it. My my point is, four running backs might be off the board, and you're going to end up right. with a stud receiver. You yeah, know what I mean? Gonna, you're you're going to be get, fine. This is a, still a great yeah, draft class. Yeah, you get your pick of receiver. But I would have liked ETN to right. give me that. Yeah. Guy I could get at five oh, instead of I mean, I, four. I, got, I have picked three, and that's who I was picking was ETN because I I'm assuming most likely would have been there. Swift Dobbins one two whichever yep. way, it, yep. and then yeah. And I so. think that it once again it, it would be the right one either way. Yeah, like pick your poison. Yeah, so. yeah. We should be able to uh, picks one through eight should probably be a slam dunk. So yeah, I mean this is going to be an incredible draft for anyone who has a lot of uh, draft capital. I mean I. I'm not for trading the studs. Um, I saw somebody had it. I mean, it was a ridiculous trade. It was like, I, I don't know all the names in it, but it was like Devontae Adams, Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, and Travis Kelsey for oh for all of the first rounders in 2020 and 21. Man. I don't know if I could do it. What do you mean all of them? So if it's a 16-team league? Yeah. 16 firsts in each draft. Who has 16 first? Someone who was tanking in for both the, drafts. How's that even I happen? Ju- I just saw it on Twitter, guys. <laughs> it but can be done. It can be done. It can be done. I mean, just you, you would have had to acquire most of those before 2019 started. Oh yeah, but it can be done. Yeah, I mean, think about that. You know, you trade away. Just for instance, who was in two years ago draft class was the hot name? Saquon. No. Well, I mean, it was suck for Saquon two years yeah. ago. Okay, you know? so you say Saquon Barkley and Darius guys. Let's say two guys have four four picks apiece, and they're giving you four first rounders for pick one and pick two. There you go. There's eight of them. Got to take it. Oh yeah. Got to take it. Yeah, I just. It's no, hard. I, hard. It, yeah. it would be very hard to do. Yeah. But let me ask you: if someone's coming at you, let's say it's twelve team league. All right, twelve team. It's easier to turn down, in my opinion. So we can't do that. Let's say it's a 16-team league. Someone comes at you with 32 first-round picks. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Do you, do you say no? Or are you just like, listen, uh, that's listen. Like turning, gonna... That's like turning down 32 porn stars and just you in a hotel for one night only. You can't do that. You can't turn it down just because you want Alexis Texas. But you can't turn that four down. Four of the best players in the games. Because I here's my thing. I look at those four players and I think, shoot, like... I'm competitive no matter what else well, yeah. I got. I may not win, but I'm competitive. You're a bully. So yeah, I'm a bully. <laughs> so we'll talk we'll mention more about that later. But anyhow, so um mo- moving on from, from that. I this is way off topic, but I do want to spend just a couple minutes with you guys on your thoughts about the McGregor Cowboy fight Saturday night. I was going to stay with football. I was going to talk about the national championship. Well, we will. Um, and I only want to spend a couple minutes on this, but I want to point out my, my reason for talking about this. One, I'm a McGregor guy. I'm a I fan. I, I love him. And uh, I I love him when he's one guy, and I still love him when he's when he's the other. The presser was nothing but respect. No Conor Which McGregor is, hijinks Because he's all. going to get his ass kicked. By, is why. by Cowboy? Yeah. I think, think so. so. I think he, he's been out of the wins. game for every year. That, that's my problem. Cowboy's the real deal. Cowboy's not a joke. No, no, he's not a joke at all. But, I mean, McGregor's face guys that aren't a joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but in practice, you know what I mean? He As he's fighting, you know, fairly consistently, he's facing those guys. Dude's not made, had a fight in a year. 
I, I, you can't, I'm going with McGregor it, still, but you can't replicate sparring in with real life action. No, I get that, but I, Conor McGregor's just, he's one of those guys. I love I, Conor I McGregor, and I hope, I hope he wins. I, I want to clarify, I, I really do. I, I th- like them both, yeah. and I, I, ho- I hope I Conor too. wins too. But I won't be upset. Like that, that's what I loved about the presser, like the respect they have, and the fact that Conor has either finally met an opponent that he respects or has he grown up a little bit i i don't know i, I love I th- both I, McGregor's. I think he doesn't want the hate coming towards him from a guy like cerrone well they like it, each other there, there's clips of them talking isn't this like uh and i don't i don't follow ufc yeah. ufc admittedly isn't he like a weight class or two up yeah if he's two weight classes up like that's that's not a good thing, good place to be for a guy like him. That's why that's why I love McGregor. He will fight anyone, anywhere, at any time. That's why I love him. Like he will take on any fight. He was talking about uh, not Mayweather, but who's the other Pacquiao? I mean, that's in the works. He's in the works to fight Manny Pacquiao. I know no, it's about, about money, money, but he's also not afraid to lose. Let me also tell you, like, and I know it's going to sound stupid because Pacquiao is one of the best fighters in history, but I think that'll actually be a more entertaining fight. I agree because I think they'll they'll won't be afraid to exchange. Whereas Mayweather's beauty was in his evasion. Yeah, Pacquiao will take a punch to the face to punch you in the face. Yeah, and and McGregor's power is pretty impressive. So it, yeah. I, I hope it happens, and I'm I'm excited about the fight. I just wanted to bring it up real quick, just because it has been a while since McGregor fought, and Cowboy is one of those consistently underrated guys. It, it's a really good matchup. He's always, he's always like the second. From the top rank, yeah, the he's, always, he's always like next up to be the contender, not the contender. Yeah, and, so, and that guy's as as cool as they come. Like he, that's a cool guy. Well, I mean, he's got. I I just found this out the other day. I didn't realize it. He has the wins record in the UFC. He's been didn't, he's been like around 20, a while. I think twenty two wins. Didn't know that. Yeah, ahead of Bones Jones and a couple other guys like that. Like he's I mean, he's legit. He's great. Oh yeah. I mean, he's also fought like fifty times. You yeah, know what I mean? Not all in the UFC, of course, but. I just I think that it just that the being out of practice problem is the problem. It's just like going through basketball practice, football practice, it's just not the same. Game speed's different. Yeah. So, um, moving on to the national championship game, the coronation of Joe Burrow. It was it was worrisome if you were a Burrow fan through about two and a half quarters. It, it was worrisome. Not worrisome because they were down. I mean, they were up at halftime, I believe. But it was worrisome yeah. because you thought. This could go either way, and then all of a sudden, no, it wasn't going either way. So, what he was—I mean, the first quarter was literally the longest quarter I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're talking straight PlayStation quarters. It's like three and out because every every damn play was play was a pass, incomplete pass, incomplete passing. It's like this is horrible. But I mean, picked it up, finishes the game with four hundred sixty-three yards, five touchdowns. I think he now average finished the season averaging over four hundred yards a game what he's done all season like the kid's incredible he did have the jitters at first but but i would rather see him have the jitters and overcome them than just come out and not have the jitters at all like he joe burrow is an impressive guy yeah that was i didn't get to watch the whole entire game but i watched the first half and them throws he made in the second quarter to chase was damn impressive the ball almost stops in midair and then finds the receiver, and then heat seeks towards him. It, his ball, his deep ball is is really something we haven't seen for a long time. I haven't seen a deep ball like that since Marino. I was listening to uh, first take, which is uh, McShay and uh, Kuiper, 
and they're talking about you know is pro ready blah blah and then they had Mache had the nerve to say he doesn't have an elite arm and I'm like okay maybe he can't throw 80 yards from his knees I like I get that but the kid's got the best touch I've ever seen a college quarterback have now he only he's only done it for one season Last year he had some questionable throws, you know, some throws that I, I admittedly said to begin the season, straight up, love Joe Burrow because proximity from where he's from, you know, 20 miles down the road. But I didn't think he was necessarily going to be drafted. I thought fifth round or later if he got drafted. Yeah. Because last year what I, what I watched is like him just over, a, you know, SEC, you know, the Mississippi State linebacker, you know, someone who's not incredibly impressive, just glide it just right over his hands. I'm like – Man, like C.J. Mosley's picking that off. Like an elite-level talent in the NFL is picking that off. This year, it's, ent- it's entirely different. Like he's just dropping dimes all over the place. And as soon as it, re- it releases, you're like, touching him. Like you just know. Dropping yeah, dimes like Kevin I've never, Love. I've never seen anybody progress from one year to the next like the way he did. I mean, uh, Kuyper said he's been doing this for like 42 years, some ridiculous amount. He said this is the biggest leap he's ever seen. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I mean, he had one for the ages, you know, coming, oh. coming off one that was not for the ages. It was, it's impressive. Twelve, I, twelve I, touchdowns in two games. Yeah, and that's against the four, like sixty this the, year or something. The fourth shit. and third ranked team in the country. Yeah. He played good competition. Yeah, he finished, I think, with sixty or sixty-one, which beat, of all people, Colt Brennan, who played in the Mountain West with Hawaii. Why it was a high flying offense then? Yeah, yeah, they were playing in the Mountain West though. You know what I mean? No, I get that. We were. I'm not going the bat for Colt Brennan as a as a NFL guy, yeah, but, but that, college he was phenomenal. Yeah, that June Jones offense, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like their best competition was Utah and Boise State, which is solid competition. But they were far and away their best. And this guy's beating up Alabama, beating up Georgia. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you look at the last oh God, last four or five games of the season. He played four, five top four teams. Like, Bama was four, Georgia was four, Oklahoma was four, and Clemson was three. Yeah. I've I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen someone put through a gauntlet like that. And just, that, I'm sorry, it's just the most amazing, like, run I've ever seen. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've said it before, we might look back and say that this is the best college team that's ever stepped foot on the field. It's up there. I mean, you can't not say that right now. So, so. and I'm thinking, like, look forward at, at draft classes, you know, because right. we didn't know Miami was as special as they are in the early 2000s until we look back. It's like, oh. draft class, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait, they had, um, like, 11 All-Pros on defense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And they had, what, uh, three All-Pro running backs? Okay. That explains everything. So, anyhow, um, number one overall pick? Uh, yeah, hands down. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, hand, yeah, hands down. Because yeah, whether it's Cincinnati or somebody trades up, it's right. New Burrow. Was it's, it you I got into that said Trevor Lawrence is that much better? Uh, probably. Okay. Know. Do you just do you change your mind now? No. You still think Trevor Lawrence is leaps and bounds? He, you know, he I had didn't say leaps you know he had no touchdowns, right? I never said he was leaps in the and national bounds championship better. game. He threw for no, no touchdowns. I just I prefer him as a prospect going to the NFL. Okay. I mean, I don't think Burrow had any games with no touchdowns, but okay. I, I got to side with the Hucks a little. I mean, he, I like Burrow a lot, I mean, and I don't Trevor think, I don't, think sophomore, I don't think so Trevor I mean, Lawrence is is better than Burrow. So I'm not saying that. But, I think it's close, but I don't. But you, but to project, he, last time I believe you said it's not close. 
to project as a prospect. Like if you like, you know, one is a better prospect than the other. We we've seen guys have a great one year and just do piss in the NFL. Oh, I don't think that's Burrow, but I can't predict the future. Right. So I mean, Trevor Lawrence when he comes out, he's going to be exciting. I, I, Patrick Mahomes. What? How many quarterbacks are taken ahead of Mahomes? Two, three. Sorry. It's just crazy. By the way, I guess I kind of missed a little bit. Um, I thought Bama was one of their last games. They played three teams between Bama and Georgia. But anyhow, sorry. Yeah. But they were. That's how uneventful those games were. <laughs> like you just didn't realize it. Are, are you guys as excited as as I am? No matter what happens, the Super Bowl is going to have one of these. Well, two of these four teams: the Titans, the Chiefs. Two of which, how long has it been since either one of those teams were in the Super Bowl? Uh, 1995. Titans, Titans-Rams was the last yeah, time the Titans, last I think. Time Titans. And that was, that was a beautiful game. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, uh, two th- yeah. yeah. No, I, I know yeah, what you mean, season, the 99 yeah. season. Yeah. I, I, felt, I thought it was earlier. Now, I guess uh, Eddie George got drafted in 95. I don't know. I just noticed it was 20 years ago, the Music City Miracle. Okay. Yeah, it was a long gotcha, time. Gotcha, gotcha. And the Chiefs, even longer, right? Yes. Have the Chiefs made the Super Bowl since like, like Super Bowl one, two? Yeah, you know, like that. <laughs> it's been a long time since the I Chiefs think, made the Super Bowl. Uh, let's see. They didn't go. They, in, they didn't go with Montana. They didn't go with Montana. In, in Marcus Allen. They didn't go. In oh the yeah. 80s. Oh yeah. It's been a long, like long, probably, like nineteen sixty three, seven, seven, seventy, seventy. Was it okay. Super Bowl four, three, Super Bowl three or four? Something Who did they play against? Doesn't exactly say, but. Or, or did they just play in the NFL they, championship? No, they beat the Vikings Super Bowl four. Okay. Wow. So they've been to two because they went Super Bowl one against Green Bay. Yeah. And then they beat. Which and they then, lost. And then we've got the Packers and the Niners, which are the Packers the most recent to go to a Super yeah, Bowl? Oh yeah, no Niners. Niners, Niners, Niners Ravens. Went, yeah, Niners went the year after the Packers did. Okay. Okay. So still a long time, uh, right? Packers 2011, I believe, and then Niners 2012. I think I think you're right. Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, seven years. We haven't seen any of these teams for seven years. Some of them we haven't seen for fifty years. In yeah. the grand scheme, of things the only one that resembles itself at this point is the Packers. Packers, yeah, because yeah. that, that's the only one I just don't want to see in the Super Bowl. I mean, really, I, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. I have nothing against the Packers. No, I just don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in the Super. I, I want to see Garoppolo, Tannehill, or Mahomes, Derrick Henry. I, you know, I would love to see Derrick Henry Super Bowl, but I really want to see Andy Reid get one. I really, yeah, I, w- I really want to see the Titans get there and win it. I want to see a Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. That would that's, be that's great. Offense I'm, versus defense. Yeah. But that's what I want to see. If the Titans happen to pull the upset again, I mean, how exciting is it going to be, that story going into the Super Bowl? I mean, the, the most dominant run game versus the most dominant run defense? Yeah. Or I know you just got done talking about LSU's impressive run in the year. against. The, but if the Titans pull off this, they would have beat – you know, the division champs week seventeen, and then the you know, Patriots, Baltimore, you had Chiefs. Chiefs, all the division. They literally champs, yeah, they what, knocked off everybody. All the top four consecutive yeah. uh, Super Bowl favorites. If they do yeah. that, yeah. So interesting. Here, here's a comment to which I have a funny response. Uh, Rob Dynasty Rob said, "You guys are. Did you guys already talk about Jason Garrett going to New York? No, I just saw that right before I got here. I said not yet, and I also said 
Not sure we were going to. <laughs> no, I, I, I wasn't going to mention it. Mention it. So yeah, Chiefs, Titans, Packers, Niners. Yeah, it's a good hire, but I don't know. I think he's better suited for that role than he is as a head coach. Yeah, I think it's a good hire for a rookie head coach. Bring him on his staff. So rookie head coach don't work out, but the offense does. Look at that, Jason Garrett, head coach of the Giants, twenty twenty two. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah, it wouldn't shock anybody. Now let's also realize: Do you think part of this has to do with a little bit of uh, corporate espionage? It's like, oh, yeah, now I can tell you every strength and weakness from every player oh, yeah. on, the, on the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to be Does helpful. Jason Garrett know the strength and weaknesses of the Dallas Cowboys? He might not. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> he, he may not. Yeah. Uh, that organization's been ha- ha- uh, hamstrung by Jerry Jones more than it has by Jason Garrett. Don't disagree with that. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Uh, but Garrett, and I don't think Garrett's, Garrett's great. By no. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, Jones make you know some better personnel decisions at times, and I agree. Spend money man, on like, people who aren't like women abusers. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna take a chance. Take a chance on, you know, a guy who came off a knee injury, not not a guy who beat up his chick. So I don't know. Who's our? Uh, let's do some game calls. So. Who's it going to be? Who who does win these games and why? Hux, we'll, we'll start with you. Who wins these games and why? I can tell you who I think is going to win. I don't know if I can tell you why. but <laughs> I'm going with Chiefs-Niners, like I said a minute ago. Um, Chiefs at home. I know that Titans beat them back in Week 10. Derrick Henry, they're, they're going to have to stop Derrick Henry, which nobody's been able to do lately. Yeah, and the Chiefs and aren't just, exactly set up to no, stop I mean, Derrick Henry. No, they're the 24th gonna, ranked run defense. Yeah. yeah. So Derrick Henry could... I he, mean... It It just depends. It This game completely depends on which Patty Mahomes shows up. Well, I mean, even then, I mean, look, when they played in Week 10, it was his first game back, but he passed for, I don't know, numbers, but it was like 400 yards, four touchdowns, and they still lost 35-32. Yeah. So, I mean... Patrick Mahomes is almost in that situation that Peyton Manning was always in. You you are an elite quarterback and with elite options as far as getting the ball out of your hands. Unfortunately, you're going right back on the field because the yeah. other team's scoring. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I, I think the Chiefs win by double digits. I mean, they're favored by seven. The over-under is 53, so they're expecting a high-scoring game. But I don't know. I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are on a roll. They've won, like, Six or seven in a row, I believe. And I, I think and it's they like, struggled at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but I mean they're they're putting it together. No, not versus I mean, what we were expecting. You know what I mean? Right. I think people were expecting like a ten win start, and it, it, what they start like eight and five. It was yeah. it was nothing crazy. I think the Chiefs, but I think um, it comes down to Andy Reid being the most experienced coach. Um, right now he's the most experienced coach in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, I mean, you've got Vrabel kind of, he's here for the first time. Not saying that he's not done a great job because he has, you know, literally making me my words. Really, the other three coaches are kind of here because you got Kyle Shanahan, Vrabel, LaFleur. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they're all pretty fairly new to so, this. So now you got the, the, the elder statesman yeah. by 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think Reed has the game plan. And listen, I don't think it's going to be an easy task to stop Derrick Henry. But 
I'm comfortable with. I'm the Kansas City Chiefs saying, all right, listen, Dolphins cast off. <laughs> you got to beat me. Can Ryan, Ryan Tannehill can, but that's who I'm going to that's make. Debatable, that's I who think. I'm going to make beat me. I, I put Ryan, I said, Ryan Tannehill, you're going to beat me, and the way you're going to do it is by passing the touchdowns to Tajay Sharp, Corey Davis, and Johnu Smith. Because yeah. I'm going to I'm going to lock down AJ Brown, and I'm going to put eight men in the box to stop Derrick Henry. I'll go one on one. The only receiver you can you it's the best plan. I mean, yeah, I'm you, not sure AJ Brown's uncoverable by any stretch of the imagination. Not yet. So, like eight in the box, man up on everybody else. You you can do it. Now you can do you it. You might have to if Johnny Smith's coming out, you know, in a in in uh, a route. Okay, cover him, but you can do that with an outside linebacker. Truth. What about Packers Niners? I think it's Niners. Yeah, I'm going with the Niners. Me too. I, I don't think there's. I, I just. I don't think the Packers have enough on offense. Yeah, to I, get it done. I think yeah, that. I mean, uh, I think. I mean, when they played back in Week 12, 37 to eight, and I mean uh, Sherman can contain Devontae Adams, and the Packers don't have anything else on the passing game. And I mean, then, it was a smacking. Yeah, I mean, it was absolute. I know that was. Beatdown. I will say. That, that was one of the one of my decent wins picking the Niners defense yeah. as a captain. Yeah. I will say I'm I'm picking the Titans over the Chiefs just because I'm I'm all bought into the magical run. I picked the Niners over the Packers for the reasons we just talked about. But if you're betting money, go against me because <laughs> last week I called the Vikings over the Niners, I called the Ravens over the Titans. I called the Texans over the Chiefs, and I called the Seahawks over the Packers. I was 0 for 4. 0 for 4. So if you're betting this weekend, go against me. I have no idea what I even called. I was you over, will probably win money. I was 0 for 4 two weeks ago, so. Yeah. I don't remember what it was last week. I whiffed on every single game. I think I went 2-2 two and two last week. So, so bet against me. Yeah. I, That's not a challenge. It's, it's <laughs> advice. One thing I'll say is with the Niners, the people who are giving them good games – like as far as with high scores, really good teams. You know the the Saints gave them a great game. That's that's a great team. The Seahawks, a great team. You know that they're uh, they're a damn fine organization right now. I mean it, it's the turnaround that Shanahan had. And I I'll be honest with you, I didn't think he was going to do it. I always knew he was an offensive guru. Little did we know that he was going to you know get the right guy to to start playing a calm place for that defense. Yeah, the defense is. Outstanding, and they're healthy again. And I thought he was capable. I didn't think it'd be this soon. I I think it's going to be a close game. Don't get me wrong. I think I think it's going to be a much closer game than when they played before. Single digit, you know, it, it could come down to a last second. I think it really is going to be under a touchdown score. So I, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to keep him in it to the end. I'll tell you, like if it, it, we always talk about DFS, we have a lot recently, and I, I we'll get on that here in a second, but. The 49ers defense is my play in this. I think that yeah. that defense is good enough. I mean, they showed it before. It's hard to beat people twice. I get that. But they they can lock down an Aaron Jones. Yeah. Right? Now, good luck finding out which 49ers running back is going to run for 100 yards this week. And that's why I think the defense is a good play because besides maybe Kittle, I don't think there's no other guy that you like. I like Kittle and Debo. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know if I'd like Debo Samuel Debo? I don't like Debo as the captain, but no, yeah, captain-wise, it's either gotcha. Kittle, 
or the defense, which I'd lean the defense. You go the defense. So I just throwing. Sorry to get start getting into this already, but no, go ahead. I went 49ers defense. Uh, I got Kittle, Garoppolo, Debo, uh, Robbie Gould, Aaron Jones, and that's just like my first stab at it. Perfect place um, to do it. I feel like I can kind of pivot off of Aaron Jones. Um, you can go Emmanuel Sanders, Tevin Coleman. Like if I if I was going to do it, what I might run is the same lineup three different times, but put Coleman in once, Mostert in once, and Breida in once. Like not even exaggerating. Because I'm not sure Aaron Jones is any sort of a play this week. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm he, with you. On he that. kind of always gets his, it seems like. But man, I, I don't think they have to focus on Aaron Jones to stop Aaron Jones. I don't know. And Quan Alexander's playing. You know, he's back. I literally just threw this together in eight seconds. So, okay, I like I said, I think it's going to be a a close game, twenty seven, twenty four type deal, maybe. Mm-hmm. I got the Niners in the captain. I'm playing the Packers defense also. And then I got Garoppolo, Kittle, and Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. I've yet to play any lineups, but so, I, I'm, I mean, glad, I I'm glad you guys went DFS heck, right there. There's, I just, just realized else. with Niners as my captain, if I go Kittle, Garoppolo, Debo, and Gould, I could literally put anybody else in. Adams, Rodgers, yeah. any, anybody else will fit. Like, I was going Aaron Jones because I'm like, man, he's dumb. Then I'm like, wait a second. What am I doing? Why? Yeah. You know, I, Devontae Adams kind of, for me, is probably the more chalk play because he might get 10 catches for 100 yards. Plus, if you if you think the Niners are going to win, they're probably going to be playing from behind or be throwing the ball. So, yeah, I like it. So, I like it. There you go. There you go. DFS picks, all four games covered. What else before we uh, end a short version of the Back Row Fantasy Show tonight? I'm just going to throw out a couple of the other ones. Uh, with the uh, the Chiefs-Titans game, hard to really pay up for anybody because uh, there's some kind of uh, premier players with premier prices. So I did. I went with the Chiefs uh, as my captain as well. I know it's a ballsy play because Derrick Henry could easily take over that game. But my thought process is I'm going to make. they're going to try to make Ryan Tannehill beat them. So that could come away with some sacks, come away with you know some interceptions. So if you do that, you can squeeze in um, King Henry, Mahomes, Kelsey, um, and then both kickers. I mean, that's a lot of lot of talent uh, stuffed in there to, and grabbing two kickers as I, well. I think it's a great play because if this game goes the way a lot of people think it's going to go and Mahomes gets the Chiefs up on the Titans quick, that's when the Titans will make mistakes and that'll that'll – translate to defensive points for the Chiefs. And you can also pivot off of Henry and go to A.J. Brown easily. Or Henry to try, uh, to oh shoot um, Tyreek Hill. Like Henry's so expensive that you can have any other player if you pivot off of him. Right. So um, as far as the, do you have any on either of those games you want to talk about? I'm I'm looking at a lineup right now. I'm just, I haven't put together anything I actually like. So in the two, I, I like Tyreek Hill as captain. But I know he's expensive. Yeah, but. that's that's so hard. That's my problem is his price. So if you go Tyreek Hill, you almost have to find a way to get Mahomes in there, right? I, I do. Yeah. And then then what else are you looking at at that point? And just well, just this. I mean, I don't really care for what I have, but I got the Chiefs defense, Mahomes, AJ Brown, Ferkser, and Damian Williams. Okay, Ferkser. I don't mind that. Ferkser is either yeah, he's, he's, he's nothing, or he might get eight six. points or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ten yard touchdown. But he's, on, he, but he's only six hundred. So yeah, I mean that's right. cheap. But worth definitely pays off in a situation like that. Yeah. He has um, a decent game, and, and you banked. 
Exactly, exactly. I mean, especially if don't you don't have to be big, especially if you've got the right captain. Right. You know, last week there was, uh, gosh, I don't even remember who the two captains were, but there were like 60 some points apiece, and it was ridiculous. Um, as far as the, the matchups, I'm, I'm going cheap on the quarterback both times with Garoppolo. I've got two different lineups. One of them's got uh, Tannehill, one of them's got Garoppolo. Like, I think those are the best two options at quarterback this week. I don't really like Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, just for me, it's not the right play. And, and Mahomes is so darn expensive. Yeah. So um, w- And the Titans, you just never know. Yeah. The Titans might shut him down for the most part. One thing it I did, is possible. I stayed consistent on both of my lineups. I have uh, have the 49ers defense. Um, both of my lineups, the, the three uh, receivers I got are Debo, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis. I was able to get Ty- or Kittle into each one of them. One of them I've got Hill, and the other one i got Williams. Um, so one lineup is Tannehill, uh, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones. Those three receivers I discussed, Kittle, Hill, Niners. The other one's Jimmy G, Derrick Henry, uh, Tevin Coleman, Debo, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Kittle, Damian Williams, and back to the Niners. So, hmm. Like it. I know I'm throwing out a lot of words real quick. <laughs> words. That was hard to keep. Hard I to know, I'm, and I'm sorry for that. Hux, any last lineups before we sign off on what was the quickest 40 minutes of our lives? No, I'm not a full lineup, but in the in the actual the classic, you know, the two-game I like Mahomes. I don't mind even playing the Titans defense with with the Chiefs like offense. I mean, because you never. I mean, they yeah, can get some couple sacks, couple sacks, one, you know, one pick six, one makes pick the six, fumble recovery, touchdown, anything. So, right. Those plus are, they're cheap. I mean, they're the cheapest. So the mobile quarterbacks are great to play against, yeah. and that's the reason I'm going with uh, the Niners. Like more mobility, more likely to get sacked, more likely to have a fumble. Force fumble recovery, return for touchdown, things like that. So, Don't hate it. All right. All right. There it is. The fastest. Is this the quickest who's macro the, show ever? Who's the Super Bowl champion? Oh, Chiefs. man. Titans. I want to go Chiefs, but I think the Niners are the best team left. I, I'm going way. I, I don't even really believe my pick, but I want to believe. I want to believe the Titans. I want to believe King Henry is the story of the offseason. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to think about it. I buy it. I still hold a grudge from the Music City Miracle twenty years ago, man. Oh, good lord! I can't help it, man. Poor baby. I, I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, I'm a Bills I, fan. I get it. I hate them. I understand. I hate the Patriots. I hate yeah. the Jets, and and I uh, yeah, I don't hate the Bills as much as those other teams, but yeah, I don't like them. I mean, it you can't, makes sense. I mean, yeah. the Bills have sucked for so many years. Why well, I hate them? They're terrible. I mean, yeah. Same with Miami. Do you you hate Miami? I don't hate Miami. There you go. Same with the Raiders. But I hate the Patriots. How can you hate someone that's not a threat? You're not a threat. In hindsight, it's like, why are people listening to us? (laughs) We have terrible taste in football. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. Historically, Uh, we're all right, but gosh. Listen, some of the best analysts out there love the crappy teams because that's who they – Ow! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Speaking of crappy analysts. Bully. Bully. Stephen A. Hushmanzada. Oh God! Oh my, my God! Saying that? DJ Moore's basically trash. He's, he's what's like, he done? Well, nothing. Look at look at their first round. All right, Christian DJ. McCaffrey, DJ Moore, nothing. nothing. Curtis Samuel, nothing. nothing. I'm like, a Curtis Samuel's <laughs> second rounder. B, um, DJ Moore had like 1,200 yards in 15 games this year. Like, DJ what? Moore was really really good this year, but Stephen A. Smith don't know that. No, Stephen A. Hushmanzada. It was TJ Hushmanzada. It was TJ Hushmanzada. Oh, the reason I'm I said Stephen A. Hushmanzada. I'm sorry. But that's the point. Right. Yeah. Obviously, you don't freaking watch football. 
You know what I mean? TJ, Stephen A, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're both terrible analysts. Who the heck does TJ analyze for? I, I don't even know. I think he was on like first take or something. Yeah, it was on ESPN, I'm pretty sure. Good Lord. That's just grasping at straws whenever you're... We are available. I mean, yeah. We just are available, you're a, and you're taking TJ Hushman's audit. That dude doesn't even know what he's doing. Just football doesn't mean you can talk football. Basically. Yeah, he I looks. Mean, he looks like the great Kali's little brother. I mean, is Frank Gore <laughs> going to be an analysis after this? I mean, I don't. Think Dude, be. I'm not sure that Frank Gore's like he's taking a lot of collisions. Frank Gore's never been much for words, anyways. Yeah, just I, has I, he come out and said he's retiring yet? Is he going to keep playing? No, I've not heard. You guys, I'm sure he'll be back. Did you guys <laughs> see the thing on uh, Facebook? Is it was like uh, Antonio Gates retires, Luke Keekley retires, yeah. and Larry yeah. Fitzgerald's like, like wait, we, we can, can do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really? All right, I'm done. All right, thanks for joining us for another episode. Hopefully you enjoyed this quick commute version of the Back Row Fantasy Show. And again, follow us at the Back Row Show. You can also check us out on YouTube. We have a Back Row Fantasy Show channel there. We have a freaking reaction channel where we yeah. react to new music and, and music that's requested. That's on YouTube at Back Row Reacts. And there you go. You want to see more of us, hear more of us, there's content out there. By all means, reach out to us. Talk to us. We always respond. Um, we love the people. If you don't mind, you know, as listeners, if you have a, a, a player, maybe kind of not one of the big names, you want um, some additional information on, like for us to look at some film on, let us know. I mean, we are, we're all about kind of trying to find the smaller guy that nobody's ever heard of. So if you got a local team, shoot, tell us who your guy is, and we'll try to get some film on it. I'll be honest with you, if we think he's garbage, we're probably not going to talk about him. Yeah, and if you're a Mac Miller we'll fan... we'll just tell you he's garbage. If yeah. you're a Mac Miller fan, it's not what you're going to want to hear. So there you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Good night. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.